Welcome to Let's Talk Football with me, Chris. And me, Richard. The podcast bringing you the latest in football news. Every week we discuss all the big talking points from the world of football and preview all the action in the week to come. In this week's podcast, the title race heats up as Arsenal drop points at Liverpool following City's win at Southampton in the hunt for Champions League spots. All three of the main contenders win and there is disappointment for Lampard as Chelsea lose to Wolves. Lots to get on with this week, so let's talk football. Well, hello everybody. Hi everyone. So you'll notice that uh, there is no visuals this week. No. But that's that's due to injury to myself. Oh, but dear. that's okay. You're all. You but if, fe- are you feeling better? T- I'm feeling all right. I think most of the audience is is audio anyway, so it it, it doesn't matter that much. No. Uh, I don't think many people know that you can go and watch us on YouTube. Yeah, you can. You can watch we- us on YouTube if you want to. See my lovely face. Yeah, just not this week. Just not this week. No. Not this week. Um, but we'll see how we go. But anyway, football. Football was a thing at the weekend. Yeah, lots of interesting football at the weekend as well. Interesting football as well. And I think we're going to start at the top of the table, I think. Yeah. Uh, let's start at that fantastic game of football at Anfield. Probably the best game of the season so far. Oh, it was great. It was so fun to watch. It was. Both teams just going at it. Yeah. Because and... both teams sort of need, needed a win, and I think that's what made the difference, right? Yeah, yeah, because they were pushing for the win. Yeah. yeah, Liverpool still got hopes of getting into those Champions League positions. Arsenal, obviously, in their title race, and it was just they needed it. Yeah, and they cancelled each other out in the end, really. Well, yeah, in the end, I mean, if it wasn't for Ramsdale, it might have been slightly different. Mm. Oh, Mo Salah! Oh, he's the penalty. <laughs> At least yeah. it was a bit closer this time. Well, I was watching the match of the day, top tens the other day, and they were talking about, you know, they had Mo Salah in their top ten best pen- Premier League penalty takers. And I'm like, he's missed an absolute couple of stinkers the yeah. last few weeks. Yeah, I mean, I, I, well, Jurgen Klopp thought it was in. I don't know how yeah, he thought it was in. I don't know how, because <laughs> none of the reaction around him was, was cheering, unless he heard the Arsenal fans cheering yeah. and he thought it was the goal. I mean, that's the only thing, the way that he shook his hand. He wasn't even watching the pitch. No. He heard a noise, but it must have been coming from the Arsenal fans and not the Liverpool fans. So he just goes to show out how loud Anfield actually is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he thought they scored. It was ridiculous. But no, uh, very good game of football. Obviously, Arsenal will be disappointed. Obviously well, you say that, I think, I think it just depends on, because obviously going to Anfield and getting a point. Yeah. You know, Anfield just has this ability of just getting a result for Liverpool, even when they are awful. But do you so not... I think it, it very much depends on what the outcome of the league is. Mm. Whether um, whether it's seen as a good point or whether it's seen as two points dropped. Do you not think, obviously, normally when a team blows a two-goal lead, there is yeah. a furore of... Oh, they've yeah. blown a two-goal lead. They've bottled it. Blah 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 blah. But With it's, this, it was like, oh, Arsenal have got a good point here. Like, but it's li- but it, it's because it's Liverpool at Anfield. Yeah, I suppose. and 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 in the big games, they just have a way of turning up, of yeah. get getting a result. Mm. I mean, the first half they were so bad, Liverpool. Yes, they really were. Yeah. <laughs> Defensively, really were. all over the shop. Like the gaps, all the gaps that Chelsea found at Stamford Bridge were there again. Yeah, to be seen. But this time, Arsenal have got people who who are scoring goals. 
Yeah, that was the difference. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, and Allison's looking a little less assured than he normally does as well. That's probably what's been going on in front of him, obviously. Yeah. You know, defensively, they are creaking because of, as we've mentioned many times before, that midfield just isn't solid enough to protect them. That's right. So, yeah, so Liverpool looking like they were able to get a point back. They'll be happy with that, I think. Yeah, they'll be very happy with that. Obviously, it closes the gap on the sides above them. It still leaves them with some work to do. But, yep. you know, from the season that they've had, if they finish in the top seven, I think they'll be very happy. I think they'll be delighted with that, to be honest. Yeah. Um, And for Arsenal, it just makes things a little bit more close at the top now. Obviously, the with uh, Man City winning, closes the gap down to six points, with City having their game in hand. And having to play Arsenal. They're and having to play to get each other. Them. It is going to be very, very <laughs> tight. It's going to be very interesting at the moment. But it got like this, didn't it? Just after the last game between Arsenal and City, and then City yeah. slipped up. But and I... And City have City got the Champions just, League, but they've got they, the Champions League to think about. They've got an yeah. FA Cup semi-final coming up. I mean, yes, they're on for a treble right now, which is yeah. horrendous from a Man United <laughs> point of view to think about. So I am now starting to think Arsenal can win the league. Please. City are, City are purring at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. They are. The, the, the gas is well and truly down. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely starting to uh, make themselves heard for sure. Kevin yeah. De Bruyne's injury might be something that might derail it. I don't know how bad it, it is. It might do in some of the bigger games, potentially. But, you know, you'd expect them still to have enough quality against uh, a lot of the teams. Yeah. I think Arsenal I think Arsenal going to Newcastle away as well will be um, a difficult one. They've got them to play, haven't they? They've got to go up there. Yeah. So that's going to be a tough one for Arsenal to get through. Um, I'd rather, Looking at the running, I'd rather be City. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but we there shall are games see. there that yeah, but City just doing what City do at the weekend, turned yeah. up, scored, left. Effic- efficient. <laughs> the efficiency of that side is unreal. Harland, Harland's. I mean, how did he get his leg that eye? Don't know. That's Don't know. ridiculous. I mean, it came off his shin. Yeah. Which means that he, he actually, <laughs> yeah, but he actually. It makes it even more impressive because he got his foot higher than what that ball was. Yeah. He got it off his shin. It was unbelievable. Yeah, no, if I tried a bicycle kick like that, I would probably break something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100%. Arms, legs, everything. Yeah. <laughs> Neck on landing, everything. Oh, painful. It's all going wrong. But, yeah, no, solid performance from City. They just keep rolling. And then they had the big win against Bayern Munich as well in the week so they're looking good on three fronts which is not good I don't like it they need to lose <laughs> they need to lose one of these soon I mean they, they may well to be as a City fan would you take oh, I couldn't even the big ever, one I never want to put myself in the idea of a City fan ever don't ever ask okay. me to put myself in the shoes of a City fan ever <laughs> ever but would you take the big one over the well, FA Cup and the Premier League. Rumour has it that City fans prefer the league over the Champions League. Because they don't like being in the Champions League, it seems. From... Well, no, no one ever goes to the games. 
But I think that's more down to the fact that they've never won it. Yeah. And I think once they've won it, if they win it, yeah. they'd understand it a bit more. Yeah. You, they understand the pull of it and you want to win it again it's, and again and again. Yeah. I just, you know, because I just can't see why they just want, oh, yeah, no, we've, we've won the league. We just want to win the league. The league's more important. The league is not. I mean, the league is very, very important. The Don't league get is me very wrong. important. Obviously, winning the league over 38 games is, is huge. very important. Yeah. But the Champions League, to be able to call yourselves the champions of your I mean, I just don't understand why they wouldn't want that in their life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would. Can I have it, please? No, no you, no, you gave, you had your opportunity. Yes, thank you. Thank you for that. You messed, you messed that right up. I mean, I'm not happy about it because it meant Liverpool won another one. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, if, if anything... It's my bl- fault. I blame <laughs> your team for that, so... Okay, fair enough. It's all... It's all like it is, and that's champs. It's going to be a very interesting run in there. Yeah. Uh, let's have a little look then at uh, this Champions League battle. Um, we'll start at Old Trafford because it was the first game of the weekend. Yeah. Uh, that's so, how you beat Everton. Yeah, I mean we should have we should have we should have beat them. We should have beat them six or seven. It was ridiculous. Yeah. They got the chances we had in the first half was unbelievable. I couldn't believe. I thought, oh, here we go. I think there was a many of a United fan going, "We're going to lose this one nil." Yeah, which is just going to be one of them. And then obviously Scott McTominay turns up, scores goals like he like he seems to do at the moment. Yeah, he's been a very rich vein of form, Scott McTominay. Yeah, yeah. There's a nice bit of play inside the box, good finish, yeah. and it relaxes a little bit. But then you're just thinking, right, you need to kill the game now. You need to kill the game yes. now. Yeah, and you need took... to do what we didn't. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and it took us 25 minutes, but Anthony Martial gets his first goal since his return from injury. Yeah. And he's but starting to up his game time. Somebody else. Well, we potentially, I mean, we haven't really heard much news yet about um, Rashford. I think I groin. saw something earlier that it's going to be a few weeks. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got one back, but you've lost another one, so... Yeah, I mean, if we can keep Martial fit, though. Yes, that's the biggest thing. Obviously, Christian Eriksen was back as well. Eriksen got some game time, so there's that's some positives. Casemiro yeah. obviously can play. I think he's got one more game, league game left to play on yeah. his suspension, but we've got Europa League games and stuff for him to get involved with. And the cup se- he's back for the cup semi-final, which is huge. Yes. Um, so, and so having them two back is massive. Having, have, I think Martial is a better number nine for us. As he probably won't work as hard as Vega as uh, Vegas will, yeah. But he's got more, much more quality. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, you saw from the finish, you know, he just yep. calmly placed that in the corner. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and between Sancho, Anthony, um, we Bruno should have Fernandes, a, yeah. Bruno. We should have enough support in there. But it is just we've got to be careful with Martial. Don't want to break him. No. Exactly, because we're going to need him now for the back end of the season. Yeah. So hopefully uh, it's a sign of things to come for that. But we'll see how things develop there. Uh, and then, do you want to talk about your lot next? Yes, yes, because we won a game of football. Yes, Tottenham have won a game of football. I don't know how, No, because you really shouldn't have done. You really no. shouldn't have done. Come on. Or at least there should have been a penalty. They were... The penalty one, now the penalty I kind of look at it and go, eh, gone down a little bit too easy, but I do disagree with them on the handball, the Alexis McAllister one. 
I mm. don't know what you expect him to do. <laughs> Get out of the way. Don't touch it with your hands. But he turns his body. Well, that's he... his own fault. Don't turn your body on the play and don't put your hand in that position. He's, but his hands are up like he's sort of towards his chest. Where else are they supposed to go? Not where the ball is. Handball. I, 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 I say, if, Get out of if it. I, if I was, if that had been given against us, I'd feel that was very harsh. Penalty. The, pe- the penalty, he touches him, granted. I, I just don't think there's enough contact there for him to go down in the way that he did. I think that's why the referee didn't give it. Spurs very, very lucky. Yes, Absolutely. very lucky. Got very outplayed lucky. on the day, really, by Brighton as well. Yep. But we had two big players who scored two big goals. Yep. Song that was a, a difference. A classic, a classic Son goal. Yep. Yeah, Haven't seen a lot of that goal. this season. No, no. We missed those. But I, I don't know what we were doing for the equaliser, to be brutally honest. I have no idea. I mean, I was looking at it going, he's unmarked. He's going to score. And he scored. And he scored. No but surprise. Surely somebody should have noticed he was unmarked. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. I, yeah, no, we have definitely got away with one. I will hold my hands up and say, yes, we got away with one. Yeah. And we got three points when we probably didn't deserve it. No, I don't but, think you did. But we got three points. And that's all that matters. Right yeah. now. For once Spurs have had some luck. Yeah. And to be fair, we've deserved a little bit. I mean, we got we were yeah. very unlucky with the penalty at Southampton the other week. Mm. We were very unlucky with that. I don't think that... If you say so. <laughs> right. Uh, let's go and talk about the third contenders. The third major, main contender, I should say, for that. Yeah. For the top four. Um, Newcastle. Who... Well, Nick Pope became... The first person to save an Ivan Tony penalty. Ivan Tony missed a penalty. That's his first one. Ivan Tony missed a penalty, and the world didn't tip off his axes. I was surprised. Yeah, but he made up for it half an hour. Oh, later. he just blasted the second one. Yeah, yeah. He's like, nope, not again. So in it went. Was he put it fifteen a bit, minutes? Put a bit later. more height on that one than he did the first one. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. In it went, um, but. Uh, thanks to a, a, an odd own goal, I'll be honest. Yeah, it was really odd, wasn't it? It was odd. But, I mean, it just didn't stop Joe Linton running. No. They, so they didn't even try and close the angle down. Obviously, he gets lucky with the shot because he goes through the keeper's legs and hits his foot on the way. Yeah. But you've just got to, you've just got to try and tackle him at that point, right? Yeah, just, just stop it. Just stop it going across. And then... I think who's gonna I think a player who's gonna be absolutely massive for Newcastle now that he's back for the running in Alexander Isak. Because yeah. he's just a step he's a quality player. Yeah. He's a quality footballer and I think he's really gonna add something to Newcastle in the closing stages of the season. Yeah. And it it's gonna make it very, very tight and interesting. Did you see Anthony Gordon? Uh no, what did Anthony Gordon do? Anthony Gordon so Anthony Gordon was substituted off again right. I think he went on then he came back off again by the looks of it and he, yeah, he, um, he came on at half time and then went off in the 95th minute yeah, looking he had at the a thing. bit of an altercation with Eddie Howe on the sideline yeah but I mean oh, you see this is the thing right 
it was like it was stoppage time and they're yeah. winning. Yeah. And he brought on, was it Matt Ritchie he brought on? Yeah, he probably brought on a defensive player. Yeah. And it's like, well, why have you got a problem? You've literally played that second half of the game. He's like he's literally probably only brought you off for for time wasting pu- purposes. Yep. So why are you kicking off? Because he, he's he now was... going to spend the rest of the season with the other twenty ones. Not surprised. <laughs> I don't blame Eddie Howe. Like no, I know. don't blame him. Absolutely not. It's his decision. Yeah. Yeah. As whether he takes him off or not. And like it's and not as if he came down. on. Yeah. It's not as if he brought him on at half time and took him off after sixty minutes. No, you've literally played the whole of the half of the game. Yeah, and and, and it's in stoppage time. It, you didn't do much. <laughs> yeah, but it's in stoppage time. You're time wasting. So, yeah. you know, you're you're trying to get to the end of the game. So why why have you got a problem? Why why is it a massive issue that you you've been taken back off? It, Cause it doesn't matter because he's Mister Billy Big Man, isn't he? It, oh, you're taking me off. What are you it, taking me off for? It really doesn't matter, though, does it? It really doesn't no. matter. Just relax yourself. It's injury yeah. time. Shush. Anyway, uh, let's then. So it's going to get interesting in the top four battle. Um, I suppose probably the least favourite right now. Given well, we're, we're the, the one who have got haven't got the game in hand, don't we? Yeah. So. so you're three points back, and you're you've played a game more than both yeah. United, both Uniteds, I should say. But we Newcastle have got to Manchester. play both of you. Yep. Yeah. And Aston Villa as well. Let's not rule out Aston Villa at this point. No, I think nine <laughs> points is a big gap. For them to try and close for Europe, for finishing fifth, maybe not. But yeah, yeah. for finishing in the Champions League, probably. I don't think yeah. I don't think they're going to get Champions League. Um, yeah, and I, who knows at this point? I mean, anything is possible. I doubt it. I think I think Europa is probably a good shout. I mean, Villa have just the form they've been in since Unai Emery took over. Yeah, has been phenomenal. I mean, another. I mean, they were playing a Forest, team struggling yeah. in Forest, but. Ollie Watkins, although he late, lift it late, continues to get goals. Yeah. Bertrand Drury also on that. I mean, they're looking good, Villa. It's the best I've seen them for years. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, yeah, they'll be really happy to be six in the league. Loving life. Yeah, they really will be. Especially at the start of the season that they had. Yeah, I, I, I don't, you know, think, no, don't I think, think Steven Gerrard was the right man for him. No. But someone like Unai Emery, he just he's a machine. Well, he's pragmatic, Unai he's a, Emery. I mean, he's a yeah. machine, and he? he's just a machine. He gets results wherever he's been. He'll yeah. get he'll get a result out of a team. Yeah, and he'll get them playing nice football, and yeah. they'll be solid. Yeah, it's a really good appointment for Villa, and, and they're really seeing the benefits of that right now. Definitely. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see how they finish their season. Um, let's talk about Chelsea. <laughs> Struggled for goals. They're struggling for goals, essentially, Chelsea. They've just got gone... struggling for goals. They're struggling for confidence. They're struggling for everything. Which I, I see, they're they're playing really well. I think up until the point where someone needs to put the ball in the back of the net. You see yeah. it in the Liverpool game. They had chance after chance. I mean, they could have easily been three 0 up against Liverpool, and no, they, they could have beaten Liverpool three 0 and no one would have been able to say they didn't deserve it. No, they just can't put the ball in the net. Yeah, they, well, they're just lacking that quality player to mm. do that. Obviously, you know, they've brought Aubameyang back in from the cold. Well, yeah, so Frank's done that, hasn't he? Yeah. Because I think he recognises they need someone who can potentially score, but, I mean, he's not as prolific as he used to be. No, no, no. Um, 
but that's, that's a probably weird what... appointment for me, Frank Lampard. I thought it was just a bit weird. I thought it was a bit odd. It doesn't... Like, why go back to Frank at that point yeah. in the season? I mean, you've, you've got nine games to go. If you can't appoint a firm, permanent manager, you probably shouldn't have sacked the other one. I know I'm one shout about that, but... Yeah. It just seems really, really odd. And obviously, there is the possibility that Frank could get the job full-time. I don't see it. I think you it's don't... very much a Gus hitting kind of situation. Right, Whatever okay. he does, I don't think he stays. I don't think he's the right... I th- well, you never know with Todd Bowley. But <laughs> you never know. But I just I just don't think... I think we're very much... It's a Gus hitting kind of thing. Mm. Um, can he replicate maybe what Di Matteo did? Yeah. Rock up, get the Champions League. Jobs are good and see you later. Ride off into the sunset. But then Di, but then Di Matteo got the job. He did, but I don't see that <laughs> happening to Frank. I just don't. I just, I just, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, I'm interested to see how they get on against Real Madrid tonight. Yeah. I think Real may well take them to the cleaners. No, I think they'll be set up nice. I think it'll be tight. Yeah. Okay. But I think, obviously, I, th- I still think Madrid will win the tie. Yeah. Overall. Probably, yeah. Just seen it though. They've only scored twenty nine goals, Chelsea. Yeah, no, that they've really struggled for goals. I mean, even Leeds have scored more than that. Yeah, no, it's it's just not good enough. <laughs> even and Wolves, Leicester have scored more than that. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But <laughs> yeah, but Wolves have you know they've turned a, a corner as well, haven't they? Yeah. Um, found a way of being stable. Nicky, I mean, they're not scoring. Yeah, they're not scoring a lot of goals either. Wolves, but they're just they're not conceding no. many either. No, and when you're down, very, yeah. yeah, and when you're down the bottom, not conceding sometimes is just as good as scoring. And I mean, it's a fantastic goal that wins the game. Oh yeah, brilliant, brilliant volley. <laughs> like pick that out. <laughs> yeah, you can't do a lot about that defensively, you, can you? No, you really can't. No. <laughs> um, I mean, you mentioned Leicester, so let's let's take ourselves down to the bottom end of the table. Uh, Leicester, Bournemouth, Bournemouth beating Leicester. Bournemouth seem to be a seem to be a team on the ascendancy. They are, yeah, they really are. I mean, they're putting a run together, which yep. is what you need to do at this point. Absolutely, to get yourself what three points clear. Yeah, I mean, it's still very tight. Obviously, still up to maybe thirteenth at this point. I think Palace might have just got enough breathing space, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's still eight games to play. You never know. No. Um, but like I said, a lot of these teams now down the bottom end are going to start playing each other. Yes. And the gaps are going to appear as they yes. do that. Um, and we're starting to see that now. Starting um, to see with Southampton in particular. Southampton, yeah. I think, are probably gone at this point. I, it's going to be very, very difficult for them. They've, well, the trouble is now they've got to clamber over so many teams now. Well, yeah, there's, well, there's you know, they've got to get over Everton, haven't they? Yeah. So they've got to get four points more than Everton to even start thinking about staying up. Yeah, yeah, which is going to be a problem. Yeah, uh, Leicester as well. I think Leicester. I, I think Leicester are going. Maybe I mean. I mean, I know they've brought Dean Smith in now. Yeah, Dean Dean Smith. It seems like an odd appointment. I don't think it is actually. I think but actually, it's, I, I think, think it's a good it might one. be beneficial to them. Yeah, I think that's a good appointment. I thought Dean Smith. Obviously, he brings back Craig Shakespeare, who knows Leicester inside out. Yeah. Obviously, John Terry. Yeah, okay, fair enough. But 
Dean Smith is a manager that knows how to get teams out of trouble. Yeah. He has done it before. Will he do it with Leicester? I don't know. I don't think they've got enough firepower. I just don't see them. Unless Madison has a brilliant game and pulls all the strings and makes everything work. It's just, it is going to be difficult for them. They I just think. don't look like scoring goals, Leicester. No, they really don't. But we'll see how it goes. I mean, that you know, they've, they're they in with a shout as much as anyone else down there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's so tight down there that, yeah, you could throw a blanket over all of them, as they say. Yeah. And, but I think I think if yeah. you're, you're Bournemouth, West Ham, Wolves now, you might be thinking, all right, a couple more wins. And, and we might and just we're, and we're we're home and dry. We might be okay, and we'll leave it down to the bottom five to fight it out for those. Well, I think we said a couple, maybe a month ago. What did we say? Thirty-five, didn't we? Would be yeah. enough to keep you up. The Palace yeah, are almost there. Wolves are almost there. West Ham and Bournemouth have got some work to do. Yeah, but yeah, I think I think we might be right with thirty-five. You know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how that all pans out. I mean, we're, we're experts in this field, oh, right? Absolute experts. I mean, a big win for West Ham as well over Fulham. Yeah. Away at, away at Fulham as well. That's annoying. Which is huge. That ruined my Saturday. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, they needed that. It was an own goal. Another team struggling Sloppy own goals. goal, to be fair. To be fair to Harrison Reid, it was a sloppy own goal, but he had literally nowhere to go. Yeah, no, it's tricky. Tricky situation. <laughs> I think uh, the biggest result of the weekend was Crystal Palace. Yeah, I was just about to move on to that. That was they were brilliant. I thought. They, I mean, they've scored particularly the second half. Well, I mean, obviously the second half. Twenty-four percent of their goals in the last two games. Yeah. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. I mean, I guess that is the the benefit to the change that they made. Yeah. It might not be a long-term solution for Palace. No, it's definitely not a long-term solution, but. But you, you can, can see the benefits. Yeah. yeah, you can see the benefits of of Roy Hodgson in the Premier um, League at Palace. You, in particular. you have to wonder what that will do for Leeds' confidence. I think, yeah. I mean, again, Leeds are not. Well, yeah, they're not in the danger zone. In that, no, they're not down there. They're not in the bottom three, but they're in that conversation for sure. Yeah, obviously, their goal difference has taken a bit of a battering as a yep. result, and. It's, it is far too close to call it. No, it like, is. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but as you say, now they're playing each other. Yeah. The points are so much more important now. That's it. And the point, the gap, like I said, the gaps are going to start to appear very, very quickly now. I think you'll see the difference in the qualities of the team where we've kind of thought, oh, they're struggling, they're struggling. When they start playing each other, then you really know who's struggling. Yeah. And we're starting to so see that now. We're starting to see who's got the who's got the cream to rise to the top, just to sort of get themselves over the line. Exactly. And I think that's pretty much it, isn't it? We're going for all the Premier League games now. Yeah. We've, we've muddled our way through them. So we'll see. <laughs> Should we have a little look and see what's going on around the world? Yes, because there is a lot going on around the world as well. And I'm going to start this week in the EFL, where it's congratulations to Burnley who returned to the Premier League at the first attempt. Elsewhere, Paul Ince leaves Reading with the side in the bottom three. They might make an appointment. They might not. I think they've done an interim till the end of the season to see if they can stay in the championship. 
in League Two, Salford scored twice in stoppage time to beat AFC Wimbledon. Callum Hendry, the hero, after missing a penalty also in stoppage time. A crazy end to that game. Next to La Liga, where Real Madrid's title challenge is all but over after they lost to Villarreal. They are now only two points in front of Atletico after they beat Raya Vallecano with 10 games left to play. Long way to go in Spain yet. PSG put their mini blip behind them to beat Nice by two goals to nil. Lons keep the gap at six points with the two sides meeting this weekend. That's a big game at the top of France. It's actually where at the top of the Bundesliga too, as Bayern and Dortmund both won. Dortmund getting over losing to Bayern last week by being their closest rivals, Union Berlin. In Serie A, Lazio beat Juventus by two goals to one. And Roma move up to third, meaning the two points separate them and the two Milan clubs for the European fight. Sampdoria dropped to the foot of the table after losing to the side directly above them in Charisma. To Saudi Arabia, where Al Nazir lose ground on El Hill Had as it finishes 0-0. To the MLS, where three red cars are dished out as Houston beat the LFC 3-0. St. Louis lose by the same scoreline as they lose top spot to their opposition, Seattle Sounders. No WSL this weekend, but it is congratulations to the Lionesses who beat Brazil on penalties to win the Femesta in the A-League. Melbourne City's lead is up to seven points as Adelaide United were held by Sydney. Adam LaFondra grabbing a late equaliser. And finally, we head to the National League this week where Scunthorpe suffer back-to-back relegations. They'll be playing in the National League North next season at the top. It was finally time for Wrexham and Notts County to lock horns. It lived up to the hype as Wrexham came from a goal down to win 3-2 with Ben Foster saving a last-minute penalty to deny County a point and put Wrexham in the driving seat for promotion back to the Football League. Lots going on then. Lots going on indeed. So, uh, yeah, plenty, plenty for people to get excited about in that one. Uh, right then, our wonder kid from football manager, Donis Avdijaj, uh, what is the latest going on with him? Well, so we are in the Austrian Bundesliga, not the mm-hmm. Australian Bundesliga. Definitely not the Australian one. Definitely not the Australian. Hartberg won by three goals to one. Okay. Donis Avdijaj, he opened the score. Yes, let's go. <laughs> go on, Donis, lad. So they move up. A couple of places as a result. They're up nice. to fourth in the bottom section. Okay. And they're three points away from the side they beat Reed. So Okay. But Donis has got a goal. He's got a goal. He's, He's first... got a goal. His first goal of the season. <laughs> it might be. I think it is. I, I can't is. remember. I don't remember saying he scored a goal before. <laughs> no. Even when I saw it, I, I was so happy on Saturday <laughs> on the way home from football. He's done I've something. The... He's actually done, actually done something. He's actually done something. Let's go, Donis. Absolute legend. <laughs> Nicely done. There we go. Wonder Kids in Football Manager, they do sometimes live up to the expectation. On they occasion. Really do. Yeah, on occasion. On occasion. Yeah. <laughs> if not always. Oh, well, there we go. That's a nice way to uh, get us ready to look at some fixtures for this weekend. Yep. Yeah. Round 31 of the Premier League season. We're almost at the end. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean... Can I really wait for the end of the season? No, I can't. Anyway, Aston Villa take on Newcastle on the early game on Saturday. And Southampton take on Crystal Palace, another big game down the bottom. 
Everton take on Fulham, Tottenham take on Bournemouth, Wolves take on Brentford, Chelsea take on Brighton. They're all at three o'clock. 5.30 game comes from the Etihad. Manchester City taking on Leicester. And then there are two games on Sunday with West Ham taking on Arsenal in the early game on Sunday. Nottingham Forest versus Manchester United at 4.30 before we head to Ellen Road for Monday Night Football. Leeds versus Liverpool. Some good games coming up this weekend. There'll be some juicy little look. I think Leeds-Liverpool always is a belter. Um, it's always about Tony Yeboah. That's yeah. the only thing I ever remember from Leeds versus Liverpool. West Ham-Arsenal can sometimes get feisty. Yeah, particularly with City playing first. Obviously, they've got the chance to put a bit more pressure on. Yeah, indeed. And Villa-Newcastle, actually, given the way Villa are playing at the moment. That would be a very good game at Very Leicester. good game yeah. of football. Come on, the Villa. We need but to win that are. one, please. <laughs> please. Please. <laughs> Oh dear. Right. Uh, well, thanks for listening anyway. If you want to get in touch with us, there are two ways to do so. You can tweet us at Let's Football Pod. You can always email us at Let's Football Pod at gmail.com. But don't worry. We will be out next time with all the news from those games this weekend and probably a little bit more. But uh, for now, we'll see you all soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye.